Welcome to The Ordinary Show, an ordinary podcast with ordinary guests for ordinary people. I'm your host, Cardell Morgan, and my guest today is Dean Raynell. He is a singer who lives in Woodbridge, Virginia. He's also my cousin, and I'm so thrilled to have him on the podcast today. Um, We're going to talk about his music and how he feels about the music industry, and we're just going to talk as much as we can about that. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Welcome. Hey, thank you for having me, cuz. Really good to be here. So uh, just uh, tell the audience a little bit about your career so far in music. Um, um, so far, my career is, uh, is I feel, it's slowly progressing. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of good results over time. Um, I started, uh, I've been doing music all my life, but just, just like two years ago, I started doing music. I, the studio through a family connection and I have been working with them ever since just learning and and uh, getting a real feel of like production and business and just every every single part about music that's necessary to be successful so I've just been learning over time and I feel like I feel like I'm I'm happy where I am right now I feel like I'm on the right track yeah no you know Every time I, I look you up on iTunes, there's a new song on there. So you're definitely uh, active in, in the, the music industry. And you said that you're learning about production and other things that are associated with the music industry. What what's something that uh, you learned that's not necessarily about singing about the music industry that you didn't know when you first got in? Um, not necessarily not not about singing, but I think maybe like the the time and dedication put into like uh, put into like marketing and and also just working with other people like um not singing wise but just like trying to like market and get the right business tactics down like i i noticed sometimes i would be up until like four in the morning trying to make sure that i market a certain song the right way or or i'm i make sure that i'm I'm catering to the right crowd i have to make sure that my my genres fit the people that I want to, I want to kind of reach to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mainly just trying to build my character. is probably, it's probably one thing, not hard, but it took a lot of time. Okay. How do you market yourself? Um, I try to relate as much as possible to people. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to seem like, like, um, like some of my friends, they would say, Oh, he's a star. Like I like, or some people would use the the term "star" to describe some people. I, I don't I don't want to be described as that. I just want to be a guy who makes music. Basically, I, I want to make music that people can relate to and 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 just reminisce on their own life and just be like, oh gosh, I can relate to this so much. So I just want to be relatable and spread a message. Either- I think that's yeah, that's good because you know. I think on it now, and I think about some of the music. I was like, so sometimes people are good at singing or whatever type of music they're making, but you're right, they're not relatable, right? And so I don't necessarily relate to the person, right? So they may have good talent, but then it's like, well, sure. that person is hard to relate to. And then that can make their music hard to relate to also. Yeah. Yeah, because I know a lot of, a lot of, um, 
one thing I noticed is that nowadays a lot of artists will make songs that they think that they think people want to hear, not not from like what's coming genuinely from like their own personal experiences sometimes. Right. Yeah. That's it's like a disingenuous music, right? It's just like it's put out for the masses to just to be popular and not necessarily what's in the artist's heart. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, can can you describe your style? Um my style is like I honestly people ask me like what my genre is all the time and I I never know cuz I'm just all over the place. I feel uh I sing, I'm more comfortable singing, but every now and then I'll attempt to rap in some songs or I'll I'll have something that is kind of fast paced with my words, but I think I'm overall. I think I'm. I'd probably describe myself as like a neo soul with jazz. Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of like an Anderson Pock type feel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and so you said you've been making music for about two years now, right? Mm-hmm. And so, well, when you think on your music and your career what artists are your chief influences um a big one for me what i have to say is chance the rapper okay um mainly because i i have been listening to chance since he dropped his project 10 day like a long time ago mm-hmm. and um i guess i just grew up on him and i guess i just relate to him so much he he went from to 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 making bad decisions, but then he went from making bad decisions to fi- to finally learning from his mistakes and seeing the light. So I guess I kind of relate to his story arc in his life. Um, I'd probably say Anderson Pack as well because he has such a like a raspy, soulful tone to his uh, to his uh, voice that I just I can't get out of my head, and I sometimes mimic it every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that would be yeah. it. Those, those would be the two. Those two? Okay. Well, you know, I think it's interesting that you say uh, Chance the Rapper because you talk about how you're trying to, like, uh, market yourself and you work hard to, like, hone your craft, right? Mm-hmm. Chance the Rapper is it's kind of his thing. He doesn't have a label, right? He kind of just makes his own music and he gets the funding from, like, he does ads or he sells his own music and he sells merchandise, right? He doesn't do it the way everyone else does it exactly and that so thinking back on what you said earlier it kind of reminds me of how you were describing kind of like um how you make music exactly yeah precisely like i'm like i'm just trying to be as relatable as possible like i'm i'm trying to be genuine and i feel like that's that's what uh that's what chance does he's very genuine he doesn't hold back because he doesn't He's not worried about what people may think about what he's saying in a song. He'll he'll say it. Yeah. Oh. But uh, but yeah yeah. Um. But overall, I feel like yeah, Chance the Rapper is a, is a big one for me. Big one. Yeah. Okay. And so, my next question. <clears throat> excuse me. My next question. The answer might be the same, but I, I'd like to uh, 
just kind of gauge the, the type of artist that um, you connect with, right? Mm-hmm. If you could collaborate with any artist, who would it be? <laughs> if I could collaborate with any artist, I feel like um, I'd probably say Anderson Pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'd probably say Anderson Pack and this one, uh, this girl from Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. Her name is uh, No Name. Mm, I know. Oh her. yeah, she's a she's not she's she's a excellent artist. You know, she's a dope rapper, poet, actor. Mm-hmm. Overall, uh, a good talent. No, she, she does have a lot of talent. I uh, I found out about her just a few years ago. Um, she, I think she works with Chance a lot though. Also, yeah, she did. Um, she did about I think she did about three songs with him. And. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, and they've done a lot of live shows together. She was on the um his, his coloring book mixtape. On that, mm-hmm. on, I think. Yeah, I think did, uh, the choir songs with Kirk Franklin. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I was like, I couldn't think of the name of that project that he did, but um, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, she she's 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 I listen to her music all the time. She's she's yeah. she's one of those. She's another artist that I can like really relate to because she really talked about her childhood and where she came mm-hmm. from and. And what she sees in her community, like she speaks on what's going on in her community, and I feel like that's the realest thing you can provide to people, is shedding light on on situations. You 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 talked about uh, how she talked about her childhood and things going on in her community. You know, we talked about Chance and him kind of doing the music his own way, and you've talked about you know just um, being relatable. But when you make music, what what kind of messages are in your music? What what kind of ideas are you trying to get out? Um, most most of my music is mainly about. I'll talk about a lot of things. I'll talk about my family, um, because I I talk about things that inspire me, things that 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 drive me. So I'll talk a lot about my family, my mom, my dad, um, people that I love who are not, but are really really close to me, like my friends and. And my girl. Um, and also, other than people that inspire me, but but also my community. I, I like to talk about my community. I'll have mm-hmm. I I have a few songs that aren't out right now, but aren't in the works. Like I have songs that talk about what I see on the news on a daily basis, or how I see the youth growing up in this gen in this day and age, and things that I feel like we could fix as people things that we could do better things that we should do better and just realize it but i guess ignorance kind of blinds us to certain things so i kind of i kind of i shed light or uh, not but i kind of want to get the point across to people like yo we could do better you could do better we all could do better and also to to just love basically and most a lot of my songs are just built around love there's no reason to be hating or arguing or or, or stressing over the petty things or small things because it's all just irrelevant. It's all about love and how we treat one another. That's a good message to have. Um, I I hate to paint the music industry right now in a like a broadly right to say, oh, this is just how music 
is now. But there's certainly, I would think, a segment of music being made now. And it's kind of what we talked about earlier, but there's a, a segment of music being made now that's kind of um, messageless. Exactly. And, and maybe that, that always was. You know, I think that that happens too. People can only see things through the, the lens of their own time. So that, that's not to say that that is not always true, but it's something that I've certainly been noticing lately, right? There's just music that's just kind of like, it just kind of exists, right? It's not, there's no real thing behind it. And so here, to hear you talk about, you know, having a, a message in your music or even re- relating to other artists who have messages in their music, it's uh, refreshing. Yeah, ex- exactly. And I, I feel like, um, my my sole reason for even like loving music, not liking music, loving music and listening to music is to is to heal and, and listen to something that will get me through the day, something that will reassure me that it's gonna be all right. And I feel like that's what we need more of. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like people need reassurance. If it may not be from anyone else, it needs to be from you can listen to in private that the city can know everything is going to be okay basically i just i feel like that's what is missing in some areas and i I just want to provide that absolutely and you know music is one of those art forms that you find the right song it it'll it will touch you you know deep in in your soul you, you find the right song and that's not to say that other forms of art can't do that, but there, I think there's something very unique about the way music works because it almost actually goes into you more so than like like painting, right? And it's not anything against you know artists who paint because there are some wonderful artists who paint some wonderful things, but music when you hear it, like it like in actuality has to go into your ears, right? And you absorb it on in a certain way that maybe you wouldn't absorb other types of music so i think it is powerful the way that it, it, can, it can affect us emotionally exactly exactly you're right about that well so we talk about your your messaging and things like that but let's talk about your creative process what is that um, my creative process is mm-hmm. my thing okay here's i actually was just writing about this the other day i was trying to figure out like what makes me me and why have how do I do what I do and um there was this line that I wrote in my I said I'm scrambled thinking and sinking in my calligraphy write my life in a symphony with the hook as a harmony and I would think and I and I when I when I wrote that I was like oh gosh I really do scramble think like my my mind is all over the place so I'll take bits and pieces of different situations and and put them together to to really do a lot of a lot of picking out of my memory to put a put put a story together and um i kind of that's what yeah that's actually what i do I, I take memories that that i've that i've lived through things that have traumatized me or either uplifted me and and i just put them all together into a song different situations to to build a full story for a whole song so I really do scramble things. My mind is always all over the place. Yeah. 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 Um, that is, you know, how people create, mm-hmm. right? In, in in all 
types of art, right? It's personal. Yeah, it's very right? personal. But with music, again, not to keep uh, trying to distinguish it from other art forms, but just something else about music, right? Is that that's different? Is that in music you can you can collaborate more so than you probably can in other art forms, right? Like, not again. I, I keep talking about like artists mm. who paint, right? But Using an artist paints something they kind of paint themselves, right? There's no, there's not really a lot of collaboration there. Not, not to say that they can't collaborate, but just more often than not, they probably, they probably don't. But with music, you, you can collaborate, and that can affect your process. So, who are some of the artists you have collaborated with, and how has that affected your creative process when you when you're having to work um, with someone else? When it comes to working with people, I, I I hate to say it like ever, but I'm very picky about who I work with. It's 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 a, it's more about like uh, before we even start making a, a song together, it's more like we need to build a relationship and, 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 and figure out what do we have in common. Like my friend, mm-hmm. like my boy, uh, Keith Anthony, who was on my song so high. We, um, we hang out all the time. We went to school together and we've, we've been tight for a very long time. And uh, we've been through a lot. We, we, we performed together. We've done shows together. And so, I feel like we ha- we have we have long conversations. We go out, go out to dinner, we go out and get drinks, and we just really talk and we really get to know each other. And so when it comes to music, we're like, and we have to find a topic to speak on, and on what's relevant to both of us, something that we are both going through. Then it's like the the words and the flow and the story and the message come natural. It's like if as long as like as long as we socially get along and we have a lot in common and we're basically like brothers it's kind of like we can we can basically do anything together because we already know we know everything about each other's lives so we already know what we got to be going through what we what we got what we have to what we have to do to provide music to people and what we want to do it, it all starts with what inspires us it all starts just being open to one another basically even with even with uh, okay. other artists other than him, uh, people that I, I hang out with on a regular basis, or we just have this motivation, which is to not just be successful, but to be happy and also to spread a positive message. So if I can, if I can find when I find people like that, it's just so easy to to build. And if and also if we have the same ear, because I'm, I'm very picky when it comes to like pitch and tone and key and notes and all. If we have the same ears, just it, it's that it's that much easier to just really sit down in the studio and, and build a full song. Okay. Have you had a bad experience collaborating okay. with someone? Don't. Oh don't yeah, I was I was playing, reserve, reserve. but I I have noticed like on some of my songs, like I have a I have an album coming out, and so I've been thinking to myself, okay, features. I mean, let me. Let me look around in the community and everything, but and so I, I know sometimes it would. I would send a track out to someone, and they would send me a verse back, and and they and like because and, and I, would, I would be like they would really really be confident in that verse that they put on my song, and I'd just be like, oh snap, that's what's up, yo, that's what's up, and then and then if in reality if I might not like, I it's probably not thing in reality if i'm if i might not like it that much or if i might not want to put it on my project i kind of just don't Mm -hmm. put it on the project and i'm like 
And a part of me is probably just like, oh, it didn't, I couldn't get the samples cleared in time, so it couldn't make the cut for a release date or, 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 or on it, you know, have it like out as a single. Or, um, or I, I had one situation where I just, the business behind things was not properly. So I just, I don't really, I don't really, I don't really care about business as much i just love making music but business is also required because it's something that i want to be aware of in the in the field that i'm in but um i just have situations where business wasn't handled properly so i would just not get any credit for background vocals or hooks or any production i've done i'm very so that's another way of saying i'm like very very picky about who I work with because I gotta I gotta really know their work ethic. You know what I mean? We're like staying up. I know you know I'll I'll be working in the studio from probably five p.m. and we're like we're pulling pulling all night. It's like who's willing to who's willing to work with me and and really sit down and get this right with me no matter no matter how tired right. we get. So it's uh, it's hard to find people like that, but it's but it's not too hard to find people like that like it's it, it can be done well then I guess obviously the flip of that is who is one of the best experiences you had collaborating with um, I have to say the guy who taught me everything I know about music today um, is Breeze the Urban Maestro <laughs> um, he's a producer engineer and uh, Bowie Maryland working with the production studio, oh, yeah. uh, production company called uh, New Jacks Entertainment. And I I remember I walked into a studio session. It was, it was crazy. Like, I had no idea what I was doing, but I had a song idea. And he was just like, oh, this is all over the place. And so he was just really, he was really breaking things down with me and teaching me what and what to do and what not to do. And so I was like, ooh, I feel bad. But, um... <laughs> really was really really patient with me and I, and I and I knew that like over time the more I had sessions with him and I went to go see him in Maryland and we would we would be working up until three in the morning we would be up until four in the morning until we finished the song my voice would be cracking and I would be drinking as much tea tea as possible to really make sure that we got this work done and things were recorded so he's probably probably my probably my uh, my uh, all-time favorite person to ever work with because he really got me started uh, with everything. Yeah, no, that's that was actually a, a really good story. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for sharing. <laughs> so you talk about um, your your work with with that person, and you talked about collaborating with people. And when we were talking about that, you said that you didn't really like the business mm-hmm. side of things, right? What is it what is it that, that you like most about the music industry? That is a question I've never been asked before. All right, let's do this. Um what I what I like okay. most about the music industry, I'd probably say I'd probably say I like the consistency. Uh, consistency okay. and they're, they're never in any corner. Anytime something comes out, they have something to 
in a couple of months to, to follow right behind it so they can keep the income coming in. Like they're, they're really good with their marketing and when, when and when they should not be like dropping certain things. So I, um, one thing I like about the music industry is that you can, you can go any direction. You have the freedom to say whatever you want, but every now and then you don't have the freedom. You got, it's risky with what you say, but I love how bold people are being nowadays with like the topics they speak on or, yeah, I think that's probably why I, I like the music industry because there's so many different people. There's so many different talents from different backgrounds and you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. No, you, you know, if you, whenever you live in, a, in an mm-hmm. area, right, um, there's always local artists. That's, you know, people are always know, like, the big names, right, the people who are making music, you know, albums, selling nationwide, things things like that. But if you live in an area, you should do yourself a favor and you should get to know the local music scene because some of those some of those people are making some of the, the best music. If you go to some small club or some small like bar or something, you'll find people who have who are making music and like that's their actual job. It's not like like oh it's a hobby. Like their whole job is they make music and they're only making music like in their little local area and they're making some like probably some of the best music you've ever heard in your life. And that's across genres. Jazz, R and B, rap. You're right about that. Right about, I, I remember there was when when I got started, I started off at this coffee shop called Girani Coffee House, and there's so many talented people, man. Like even if they just go up just for an open mic, and then you discover that they're just a performer. They were on TV performing and things like that. It's just it's amazing to see the talent that's in a, in such a small community. Like you never expect these people to just be five minutes away from you but they are like this there's so many talented people out there yeah and you know that's kind of um <clears throat> goes back to like kind of kind of like the the premise of, of my, my podcast that the, the people around you are are amazing and so yeah you got some amazing artists around you but you also got amazing people with a lot of different talents just in your local area that you you may not know because you know like i said they're not famous celebrities or whatever right but the there's so many people around you doing so many so many wonderful things and music is is, is one of those it's probably more accessible because like, like you said you can just go to open mics and listen to people and you're like oh that's the guy that you know goes to my grocery store he, he checked me out last week at the yeah. shop or whatever right <laughs> and now they're you can hear them and they have this beautiful voice so uh you're absolutely right. There are so many wonderful people in the music industry and so many great voices in it. And I think if people dig a little deeper, they can find just like these rich pockets of it. Exactly. Exactly. And um, yeah, 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 you're right about that. I mean, that's how I met most of the people that I work with now. That's how I met them is through open mic. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. You said you got a a uh, album c- coming up, and um, what is uh what's your what's your best song that you've ever My made? best song that I've ever made? Oh, I feel like my best song that I've ever made is probably this song called um, 
gosh. Oh, that's a. I have too many songs, yo. All right, so <laughs> I'm over here like thinking right now about topics and flow and like singing and rapping and all that. Um, I feel like my best song that I've ever made, which is not out right now. Um, I performed okay. it live, but I've, it's not out. Um, it's a song called "She to One." Like it's it's literally she and then D and then one. She to one. <laughs> And so, okay. she the one, yo. She, she the one. one. You gotta find the one. And I think she the one. So, I performed it live for. I performed it live for the first time for my girlfriend, actually. And I don't think mm-hmm. she knew it at the time, but the song was about her. And I, and I didn't think I, I, I had. She didn't realize it like after the show. And and uh, I performed it a couple more times, and I would actually be singing it to her when I see her in the crowd. And so it's yeah, probably yeah. it's probably my my very personal song for me, um, because if I, it feels like it's very unique to me, like it's there's no there's there is a studio recording version of it, but I've only performed it live and. It's a song that I would only want people to see live and hear it live, be in that moment with me. Mm. And so it's 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 really jazzy. It's really the bass and the kick and the drums. It just it just all it's it's very it's very jazzy and very Anderson Pockish. It's 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 really good. Mm-hmm. So you you don't think it'll be on your um, album when it comes out? It'll probably. As as special as it is to me, and I feel like, as much as I love it, I feel like it would probably be a single later on. Like, but probably before the album yeah. comes out, it would be a, it would be a single. But um. But yeah, I don't. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't put it on the project because I want it to really stick out. I don't want it to be <laughs> surrounded by anything else. Yeah. I I find artists uh, when they have songs like that, they do like live versions. They like recorded it. At the place they oh yeah live, you know like oh I, they perform at like a, a venue or something and just record it there which I think um, live music albums are, are some of the best albums that you can have you find like mm-hmm. your favorite artists and they have a live album I I or, would I, like the band that I'm work that I that we um we've uh, discussed it's since I've already I'm almost done working on the studio project the studio album but we discussed working on a actually working on a live album like a live band album because like i i got the idea from a pete's a gumbo project he did a live version of his album gumbo and i was like yo this is actually a really good idea he did he did a studio album and then he's doing a live album and, and i feel like that's something i would want to do one day and so that's something that's that's uh, been discussed and has been in the works and so it's definitely on my agenda for sure yeah I think uh, live albums feel more personal. Yeah, because you 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 can hear like, it's it, it's not edited. You can hear all the mistakes and you can you can hear what is happening in real time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It 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 kind of takes you there, right? Because if you've ever like been hanging out with your friends and you're, like singing, you know, and stuff like around a fire or like you say, if you go to a bar or a jazz club, something you hear the people. Uh, listening to or singing the music right there, right? It's kind of like that when you when you listen to a live album, right? I mean, it's not exactly the same, but it can kind of like transport you back to that kind of place that you can kind of like imagine yourself 
being in that club. Yeah, yeah. So you said that song is your best song. And so this next question, the answer might be exactly, <clears throat> excuse me, the answer might be exactly the same. But uh, I want to ask you anyway, what song is your most meaningful, meaningful to you? Um, yeah. This song, this one song on the album, which the whole album is a studio, is a studio project, but this, this song right here is, is live instruments. It's a live band and everything. Um, this song called Nothing But Love. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's about how much love I have for everyone. And, and um, actually the reason why I wrote this song was because of, of grandpa. He, mm-hmm. I remember he passed away uh, last year. And yeah, yeah, right, before right before the before pandemic. pandemic started. And yeah. I saw my family gathered together. I saw everyone coming together. And I saw, I saw all of his kids and all of his grandkids and all of his grandkids' kids together. And I just saw this community that he built, this family, this army that he built. And that's all from man. And I just, I just thought, gosh, he, he, he's, he's done something really great. And these are a bunch of, there's a, there's a, a, a large group of beautiful individuals that, that originated from him and and he really inspired me to remake really yeah. this song so uh it's it's talking about it's talking about how much love he has for every single one of his kids because he raised kids you know like and, and uh, hey, for real back in the day yo, <laughs> i feel like i feel like this is me personally back in the day <laughs> people who had 10 kids not a lot of not a lot of dads was sticking around you know <laughs> and he really he was really sticking around he he raised a, a lot of really good individuals who are who are in the military served in the military have been teachers or done great things and and he really kind of those kids the right way because i see them now today and they are all just i recently just i just came back from louisiana and i saw my aunts and uncles and cousins and and I just love them all, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, yeah. So the the wow. this this song called "Nothing But Love" is mainly talking about how much love I have for my family, and because life life is short, life is short. Nothing lasts forever, so I gotta show. This song is mainly about showing love to everyone in my life with the time that I have, and also not just family, but also my friends who who are in my life as well. Just letting them know that no matter what, like disagreements we have, I still have nothing but love for you. No matter, no matter what differences we may have, I have nothing but love for you because I have to have nothing but love for you. I can't stress over small things. I gotta be there, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's it. That you you only get you only get one mom, you only get one dad, you only get you only get one one chance at that, so you gotta take advantage of it and show appreciation to what you have. So that's that's probably my full song that I feel no one has heard, but I put the most work into that because it's it's so huge for me. Yeah. No, you know, um I would love to hear that song because yeah, you know, I was there, you know, going 
to grandpa's funeral and like you said grandpa uh grandma and your grandpa had 10 kids you know and so together just on just on that side of our family we have like 25 uh cousins and then those cousins have kids and so i'd say 80 to 90 yeah. of, those, of those people were at the funeral so i i just remember that it was so many people and then we all took that i look at that picture all, all the time them, so. <laughs> yeah i'm just like so, that's a, that's a that's he did that yo him and, him and... the oh no go I ahead go feel... ahead bro oh i'm sorry go ahead i was gonna say the, the emotion i feel looking at that picture if you have translated that if you have a even a a fraction of the same feeling and you translate that into a song i i, I just i can imagine that's a very uh, and I, honestly, I really can't wait for people to hear it i've i i, I show a lot of people music but that, that right there that's one song that just it, i can't i can't share until it's out yet <laughs> i just love it so much man it's yeah i love my family so much which is why it's probably the best the best thing even if, even on one thing too i feel bad because i know i don't talk to a lot of my cousins with all the family that I have, I, I, I don't talk to a lot of my cousins on a regular basis. And it kind of makes me, makes me regret not taking that initiative and reaching out and really getting to know my cousins and see how they're doing on a daily basis. Cause I, I know I talk to, I know I talk to yeah. a lot of, uh, a lot of people who are probably like in Florida or probably in Texas, but I feel like I could be, mm-hmm. I could be, hitting everyone. Like, I remember dad was telling me, yo, why don't you just make a group chat of all the cousins so y'all stay in touch? And I was like, you know, you're right. I have a big family. I need to, I need to, I need to reach out. Yeah, no, we have a really big family. Um, that's been something that, um, me personally, that's something I've been trying to do is to reach out to more people because like you said, you know, you never know when yeah, we'll exactly. Able to, so. exactly. I agree. <clears throat> so, um, we talked about you know the music and everything. We talked about your songs and talked about a lot, a lot of stuff. If you didn't pursue a career in music, I'd be in the military kind of right now. <laughs> You'd be in the military, okay. I don't even think twice about it. I would be. Um, if I didn't have the dream of pursuing music, I probably would be in the military right now. Lickety split. I wouldn't even think twice about it. I'd be, I wouldn't be in the reserves. I'd be active duty. I'd be gone. Yeah. But, um, I've been, yeah. Uh, Air Force. Air what branch? Army? Yeah. Air Force? Yeah, that's probably, that, the family's been convincing me to, to do Air Force Reserves. Yeah. So that's, that's probably the route yeah. I, I would take if, if it weren't for music. And if if I was if I wasn't seeing any like yeah. decent financial results from music, I probably would be in the military right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, um like you said earlier, there's a, a history in our family of oh yeah. Military service, so you know. <laughs> for sure, for that sure. That doesn't surprise me. And Uncle Raymond was talking to me about that the other day. He was when I when I saw him in Louisiana. He was saying, "Yeah, we have a long history of everybody being in the military." So I was like, "Those exact words you just used were just reminding me of that." I'm hearing it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Well, uh, so 
military if you weren't doing music, but you are doing music. So I gotta, I'm gonna ask you this: Do you have anything that you want to say now to your fans or um, supporters? Fans and supporters, I probably, I probably would say that there's a lot of a lot more music coming. I, I'm, I'm taking my time with it. I'm trying to learn and perfect my also not just perfect my craft, but also perfect myself so I know exactly what I want to speak on and where, what direction I should be going. So I, I'm pretty sure that you, that you guys listening are going to be loving a lot of these upcoming songs that I have, that I've been working on because I feel, I feel they're very beautiful. I'm a, I'm a huge overthinker. So I feel like if, if, if it's beautiful in my eyes, I feel, I feel like it's going to be beautiful in others. So I really can't wait for everybody to to hear what I've been working on. Do you have an um, expected release date for you? My release date is actually June June twelfth. <laughs> June twelfth. June twelfth. So hey, you got that's an early birthday present. <laughs> early birthday present. There we go. All right. Yeah. Well, I will certainly be be looking out for that because um, shoot. You have an EP, you have a, you have an EP right? Out on on that. Yep. Uh, seven songs. Uh, that's like what, five, six songs on yeah, that. And then I have a single out called "So yeah. High." Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people have been um, been okay. telling me they like the song "Get Up." That was on the project. Um, it's really catchy. I, mm-hmm. I I didn't produce that one. My um, my mentor uh, Breeze from Maryland at New Jacks Entertainment produced that track, and and we had a lot of fun making that song. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I got, I got, I got a few things out, but I got a lot more coming. That's, that's, I was gonna ask you next. So after you drop this album, um, what's after that? Actually, because it's 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 far far down the road, I'm planning to do a lot of singles. So in like the next upcoming weeks, I'm planning to have a song out. Oh, well, four songs out. Um, uh, making another small EP. I'm just gonna drop little EPs and small singles before I drop that full album on the on the 12th because the the album is is about like 20 to 22. So that's a lot to drop at once. I'm, I'm planning to scatter things out yeah, bit yeah. by bit uh, in bits and pieces so people can get a taste and a feel for it. Mm-hmm. But um, after the after the album is dropped. Now, I'm already working on the next project right now. Like, I, like I'm already prepared. I'm, I'm prepared for next year. I'm, pre- I'm prepared for the year after next year. I'm, I'm prepared for a lot. So the the work never stops. The work, always, always making something. Oh, um, I think you're doing great. Um, you're focused. You're determined. Um, you, you're really putting your all into it and it's wonderful to see uh like i said i i, I check itunes probably like my, i don't know like mm-hmm. maybe once or twice a month just to see if you put new stuff on there and so um i like seeing you every time i come in there if i see something new on there i'm like great i got something to listen to i'll play it in the car for my kids and i'll, I'll tell them like this is your cousin they don't, <laughs> they don't pay attention to what i'm saying or care, but I, I always tell them um and so i, I guess the the next thing 
is the the section of the show that has been dubbed the shameless plug. So, you know, let everybody know where they can find your music, uh, social media handles, or just anything that you want to share um, that you want people to know. You guys, you guys can follow me on uh, Instagram at what's up Dean. It's just what's up uh, W H A T S U P D E A N. What's up? Dean? Um, I'm not on a lot of social media because I'm not a huge social media user, but I'm on Snapchat at what's up Dean. Twitter is what's up Dean as well. Um, find me on Facebook under the same thing. Um, if you want to look for my music, there's a, you can look up Dean Ray now, D E A N R A Y N E L L. And, um, I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm planning to have a lot of stuff out soon. And I can't wait for you guys. Yeah. Oh, and I got a, I got a couple of uh, my live performances on on Instagram. If you guys want to check them out, I got some music videos. Got some music videos out as well. Oh, great. So, um, really looking forward for you guys to see all the all the stuff I've been working on for the year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll go check some of that stuff out too. I, I don't think I was following you on Instagram. Um, and I'll go on there and I'll yeah, check out some of those performances you, that you. you put on there. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so, last question. Uh, I ask everybody this question at the end of the podcast. What's mm-hmm. the title of your autobiography? What's the, What's title, the title of, of your autobiography? autobiography? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's probably probably the title of it is probably "What's Up, Dean." That's that. Yeah, what's up, Dean? Like, what is really what's up? up? Like, there you yeah. go. You're a very strange guy. You're always doing something. Like, you're always thinking something. You're 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 so moody all the time. You have different personalities. You. You're a little Pisces, like what? What are you thinking? Like, what is really up? What are you up to today? <laughs> so yeah, that's that would be my title. I like that. Hey man, I really appreciate you sitting down and talking with me. Um, it was this was really fun. I think this is probably yeah <laughs> talk since you were very little, and so I I enjoyed catching up with you a little bit and I thank like you I said, so much I for really having me for, for, for it was good talking with you guys peace out bro here, man. All right, we'll talk to you alright later I want to thank you for listening please subscribe leave a 5 star rating and share this podcast on social media it helps follow us on twitter at ordinary show pod if you'd like to be a guest or suggest a guest please email us at the Ordinary Show Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, I'd like to remind you there's nothing wrong with being ordinary. Some of the best people I know are ordinary. <laughs>